What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your hosts of the GMs of the Future podcast with... Nick Hodna. And Ryan Bondarenko. So, we only got one game to talk about. A couple of things uh, that have happened for news-wise that we're going to go over. Uh, and then we're going to do some uh, free agent... Uh, go through the NFC East and see what each team is kind of losing for free agents, what they need to do. Um, and a few predictions of who we think they might end up signing. Um, and we'll also touch on how much cap room they have to spend. Uh, there's not really – we'll go through the NFC East and the NFC West, and then our next one we'll go through three other divisions, and then we'll do the final three divisions uh, before free agency starts, which uh, – is in uh, March, I believe, on the 21st, March or 17th, maybe it was. It's in the, around that time frame yeah. in March there. Uh, it's a lot of weeks. Uh, Mid to late March. Yeah, coming ahead here. Um, so, you know, the 2020 NFL season is officially complete. Wait. And it's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl victory. 31-9. Brady gets his seventh ring. Um it's not much to talk about the game. The game, in my... Honestly, the Chiefs not having their starting tackles is what killed them in this game. It made their offense nothing. Like, I mean, Pat Mahomes was... He actually did not play bad. He was doing everything he possibly could. Pat Mahomes ran for 497 yards scrambling around. Yeah, he... And, and on his plays that he actually did run the football. But it's... It, it was a the game. It was not a good Super Bowl to watch. There's a few things that happened, a few missed penalty calls, like a few bad penalty calls. But in the end, any it was pretty penalty, boring. You, you can't say that the penalties are the reason the Chiefs lost because it's not. Tampa Bay outplayed them. Yep, their defense played well. Yes, there were some penalties that helped things out. Uh, the big one for me was the Tyron Matthew interception. It was not a good call on the holding on Mike Evans. There was so much worse holdings in the game that were not called and things like that. Well, and then there was the, also the one about... Uh, on That touched the uh, call in the end zone. On yeah, the, pass, the call in the end zone, the was, pass interference. The ball was uncatchable. Which, by rule, would mean that you should not be throwing pass interference. But again, those penalties did not cause... Temp, did not give Tampa Bay the win. Yes, they helped, but... It, Tampa Bay outplayed Kansas City. Kansas City did not deserve to win the game. They played their worst game all season that they had played. Yep. And they did not deserve to win. And it, it's just plain and simple. Tampa Bay was the better team, and they host the Lombardi Trophy and their Super Bowl champs for the 2020 season. So and congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yes. uh, for actually putting pulling together a great season with the team. Yeah, and there's a lot of players on the Bucs that, that we do like yeah. ourselves we're just not Brady fans so it's hard to for us to cheer for him so I mean it's the same thing it you're either a Brady fan or you're not there is nobody who's an in-between they kind of like him they kind of don't it, you either don't like him at all or you do like him you're yep. people are sick of Tom Brady winning it and you know hey he's back for another season uh, we already know that and you know the Bucks will be a team to stop and I'm sure, being this a free agency starting episode, we're we'll talk. We we're not talking about the Bucks in this one, but I'm sure there'll be quite a few veterans later in their careers that are going to sign one-year deals with the Bucks, thinking they can go ahead and win it. Similar to how Antonio Brown did it, signed his deal, you know, one-year deal to get that Super Bowl. Sean McCoy, Fournette took a one-year deal. Like just players 
will take those contracts to be with great quarterbacks yep. who they know can lead their team, and that's what Brady does. But moving on, the we big have free agency the news. Biggest, some of the biggest news in the coming out of the NFL right now is J.J. Watt. And the Houston Texans have decided to part ways. And it was mutual. It was, this was not something... It's not like Houston wanted him out, and it's not fully that J.J. Watt didn't like being in Houston. He just didn't want to stick around for a rebuild. He knew his career is coming to an end. He's 32 years old. Yeah, his career is coming to an end. He knows he's only got a few years of good football left in him, and he's also been a very injury-plagued player throughout his career. So he knows he wants to win it, and Houston's not there. And I actually will commend the Houston Texans organization because J.J. Watt was the one to announce it, and he got to make his statement to Houston fans, and you know, it was a couple minute long statement there, and he, you know, he talked with everybody. He was very, did a very gracious yeah, thing for Houston, and because he's been everything to that franchise and to that that whole. J.J. Watt is one of the most humble and amazing people, like. Just an amazing person in general. He's a Walter Man, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner. He's, yeah, and ev- he's very well respected. Yeah, and so with J.J. Watt, where do you feel he could be going? Oh, I'm sure there's probably, throughout this whole next few podcasts, we'll talk about maybe 10 different places where we think he'll end up. Uh, but the thing about this is, is that, People need to learn he can sign before free agency starts because he was released. Yep. Before, so he can sign before then. So he gets that early pickings and uh, it's the good front, for him. The two front running teams that I've been hearing are Buffalo and Denver. Those are the two teams that I've been hearing a lot about. I don't see Denver. I don't think because they're. I think JJ Watt wants to win a Super Bowl, so he's going to go with the teams that were. Probably in the top four category there. I see Green Bay, I see Kansas City, I see Buffalo, and I see even Tampa Bay on a one-year deal. Yep. Something like that. I see that even if he wants at least a two-year deal, I think he can get one from Buffalo, Green Bay, those those teams. But Indianapolis I, could even look at signing him to have a, a, a... I could see Indianapolis as a dark horse type team. But, uh, yeah, he's going to go yep. to a... He, he, I don't think he's going to go to a team that did not make the playoffs this last year. Yeah, I do believe the same thing. But so moving on, we've got some free agency coming up with us. Um, we're basically going to be talking over the NFC East. We're starting off with the Philadelphia Eagles, who have the least amount of cap space. Besides the, the New Orleans Saints. They are yes. $49 million in the hole right now. And just some key people they're losing on their team team i mean maybe not key players some of their bigger name guys jason peters jalen mills, mills nate sudfeld nickel roby coleman those are their top four with the most cap hit from last year yeah the big one to me is is that the fact that they're losing uh they're losing jason peters he's been there a long time he's a an offensive lineman you know but it's really jalen mills nicole nickel roby coleman Craven LeBlanc is also uh, a free agent. So that's three secondary pieces. And that, yep. is, that is probably one of their biggest weaknesses is, is the secondary. Um, and they do have a couple exclusive rights free agents in uh, Alex Singleton and Greg Ward, who will, who will be re-signed exclusive rights free agents, 
tend to get re-signed. So uh, let's talk about some possible free agents that they're going to sign. They're not going to get any any big names. It's that simple. They're not. The only one, like, for a corner that I could see is A.J. Boye right now. Yeah, he got cut by the Broncos. Uh, yeah. And he, he had a down year, so he could be a lower uh, lower cap hit player. Uh, but then again, I think uh, the Eagles are going to be doing a lot of things mostly. Their big things that they're going to do is I think they're going to move on from Carson Wentz, find a way to get rid of him and his contract, and just some, a few other players on their contracts. I mean, being down you know, $49 million in the cap, uh, you got some high cap hit players there and some veterans are going to get uh, – get cut but for agency you will not see an active philadelphia eagles team because they just don't have no they the don't ability. have the ability or the the cap space to do anything yeah so they're the draft is really where they're going to need to excel at to improve their team philly is not much of a thing but the next team we'll talk about who actually does have positive cap space is the giants and uh so the giants have one Point three three five million dollars in projected cap space next year, with a big, huge key free agent in and Leonard Williams, Williams being not being re-signed yet, and Kyler Fackrell, yeah. uh, Colt McCoy, Nate. who played their backup QB yeah. this year. Uh, so they got a few guys there. Um, I, Dion Lewis, I don't think you'll see. But another key one who had a lower cap hit last year is Dalvin Tomlinson. So they got two of their their two top defensive linemen in Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson, and I believe one of them will get re-signed. And you'll probably see Leonard Williams get franchise tag because they gave up some draft picks, and he just had a monster year with the Giants. So yeah. I uh, I foresee him being re-signed. But you're probably still, of course, with every team, you're going to see some veterans who are on the team with high cap hits get cut. Um, so yes. with the Giants, like they, I don't see them making any big free agent signings because just because of again only a million in cap space. But I could see them going after maybe a receiving talent, uh, maybe even uh, maybe even some keep that keep getting that offensive line working. But uh, their defense was was a pretty good defense last year. It was, it was actually a top half defense. Yeah, um, which was crazy. I mean. So, there's guys that they can sign out there that would help out this team. Definitely, like, for receivers, you've got Marvin Jones who's out there. Brashad Perryman, Corey Davis, I mean. A.J. Green is another one who who I expect to be a free agent, and he, he's coming off a few injury-riddle and downplayed years. I could see him going for a one-year deal, something like that. But, again, he's a veteran. He's a guy who's probably going to sign on a – more winning team and the Giants again aren't a winning team again this is a team with a draft but uh the wide receiver position is probably their biggest offensive need um and then if they're gonna do anything on defense they'll probably just keep upgrading uh at the linebacker position uh, the linebacker linebacking position is absolutely the worst for them yeah and maybe they'll get another d lineman to fill if they don't resign uh Leonard, Dalvin, Willi- Leonard Williams Dalvin or Dalvin Tomlinson yeah, do something so. like that um now we've got the Cowboys as the next team in it you know we're not Cowboys fans here but they got 18 million in cap space and you are going to see some things done here Dak Prescott is will, a free agent he will Ta- take he will take up 
that cap space Dak yep. Prescott, and he will be franchise tag if they don't re-sign him. But they actually have quite a few bigger players, like Dak Prescott, Tyrone Crawford had a good year for them, Sean Lee, who has been an, he's a good... Probably, he's probably done, Sean Lee. Yeah. He might retire. Andy Dalton, their backup quarterback when he came in. He uh, might re-sign there, too. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Alden Smith came back. They got Chidobie Awuzie as one of their corners who's a free agent. Um so, like, they're... Xavier Woods is a free agent out of there, too. Like, Yeah, they've got some players. Um, you're going to see a lot of moving parts, but in, the key Especially thing, in Dallas, like... The key thing for them is they're going to... They're going to uh, spend their money on Dak Prescott. That's mostly where their cap's going to go. So, free agency-wise, do I expect them to be doing a lot of things? Um... Not really. No. I mean, I don't expect them to do lots of things, but if they were to do anything, I think they realized their offensive line was pretty battered last year. Um, then they also had a tough, uh, pretty tough uh, go about things uh, defensively at the start of the year, but they picked it up throughout the year. So Dallas will not be big players because their cap space, again, is going to get spent up. On the quarterback position in Dak and Dak Prescott. And just Dak Prescott. But that's also if he's able to play with that crazy well, he's ankle supposed injury. To be ready to he's supposed to be ready for training camp, so I expect him back on the field for them. Now, Washington, they are the team with the fifth most cap space in the NFL. And again, big thing with the cap space is it's been going up every year, but this year it go, went down, and it's at 180, and, 80 and a half million. Yeah. Uh, people were expecting it to go up to what one ninety two, but then well, they dropped it instead. Well, they knew it was going to drop as soon as COVID hit. Yeah, they knew it was going to drop this year, and that's really everyone's been expecting it. But you know, before COVID, teams were not expecting it. So look, look at Philly; they were not expecting. They were expecting the cap to go up. Yeah, right by by about eight to ten million. So you know, they would only be twenty million in the hole instead of forty nine. Right with this big. But I mean, Washington has thirty-nine million in cap, and two—they're losing two huge players in Brandon Schrafe, their starting guard, who's been there and been amazing for how long now? And he will be one of the top free agents if he's not re-signed on the offensive line position. Yep, you've also got Ryan Kerrigan. He's a little older; he's thirty-three, but he's I a don't good... expect him to be re-signed based off all the talent like Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Jonathan yeah, Allen. exactly. He, and but there's still guys like Reuben Foster. They're losing. I mean, Lamar Miller, Fabian Morrow. Like he, Fabian Morrow had a better season. Yeah, he actually had a pretty good year for for them. Uh, another player is they're losing their kicker, Dustin Hopkins. He's been good. Ronald Darby's a free agent. He played some good corner for them this year. Uh, Kyle Allen is a free agent, is an exclusive rights free agent, so he'll probably get re-signed and uh, be their one of their three quarterbacks that are there. Maybe not. He might not get re-signed. I mean, they did re-sign Taylor Heineke yep. uh, the other day to, you know, he got he gets $4 million a year for them there. And, you know, it's going to be a revolving door in Washington. But free agency-wise, I'm going to assume that they don't re-sign any of these top guys like Schrafe and Kerrigan, their top cap-hitting guys. And I think uh, their biggest need is the wide receiver position to put someone across from uh, Terry McLaurin. And a big-body receiver that's out there who 
could end up there is Allen Robinson. I could see Allen Robinson going there, although but I do Alan suspect Allen Robinson him. is going to get franchise tagged. I do see that happening. Uh, Sammy Watkins is another big body receiver that could help them there. Yeah, he um, did say he was probably going to take a redu- uh, reduction in pay to stay with Kansas City. Yep. But there's plenty of players Oh, there was there. one other thing that we did not touch on is Mike Pouncey and Marquise Pouncey. The Pouncey brothers, the offensive linemen, have both now retired. They, what, 34 and 33 years old? Yeah, they've been in the league for a long time, and two centers are now free agents for team. Like, are, are holes for teams now yep. in the Chargers and uh, Steelers. Steelers. So, But another guy that I could see going there, Marvin Jones. Corey Davis would be someone I could really see going to Washington. He's a younger player, 26 years old. Um, Keenan and I could Cole, see him signing a I long-term mean, deal Cole there. Keenan Cole could go there. Will With Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, this is a really – it's actually a pretty decent receiving free agent class. Uh, I mean, you got a guy like Curtis Samuel who's, you, you know – the third option in uh, in Carolina, he could be someone who gets some targets, and he could go there. And I mean, Juju Smith Schuster is a free agent. Yeah, and I mean, that like, would to me that would be make a lot of sense, and because Juju is not going to be re-signed in Pittsburgh, he's not. Uh, Pittsburgh is sick of his antics, and they also don't have the cap space. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that, so that's a big need there. And if if Washington does anything else on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think they're going to go with secondary. Um, uh, you know, with secondary, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty pretty good for them. There's so let me just look at some secondary pieces that are available for them here in the free agency. Look at. Let me just check. We're just pulling it up here. There's so many free agents. It's hard Patrick to Peterson, A.J. Boye, Anthony Harris, Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, Richard Sherman is even out there, Jaquiz Tart, D.J. Hayden, Josh Norman. He's getting older, but Brian Poole is out there if, still. If Jalen Mills. Big, if they're looking at a big-ticket free agent on the defensive secondary side, it would be Justin Simmons. Um and with a great pass rush like like they have in Washington, a ball hawking safety like Simmons uh, would be a great fit there. And he's probably someone who's going to co- be a safety who probably gets like a four year, fifty five million dollar deal. Yeah, 50, who's going to be in a, like an elite safety making some? He good had change. five interceptions last season, like in sixteen games with Denver. And they didn't have Von Miller last year in Denver. Yeah, and so he had ninety six tackles, like. Yeah, he's a he is one of the top free agents on the market, if not the top. Uh, he is probably, in my opinion, the top secondary one. Him and then Patrick Peterson would be up there as well too. But again, Patrick Peterson is thirty one and he does play a corner position. So I mean, Malik Hooker is in there too. He's young, 25, 25 yeah, years he's old just for been a really safety. Hurt lately, right? Keanu so. Neal is out there too. I mean, Gary yep. and Conley. There's some young guys out there, but. I don't know. It's just Washington way- will be the biggest players in the NFC East in free agency because they have some space and they won the division, so they know they're a capable team. Yeah. So uh, now, if we move on, we got the uh, Rams are the team with the lowest cap space in the NFC West. The that is the Rams. They have the lowest cap space. No first round pick. They nope. do have their quarterback now. But they're I paying do- a ton of dead money though. 
yeah, Leonard Floyd's gone. Austin Blaith, Malcolm Brown, Troy Hill, like all these guys are making huge money that they didn't really hear much about them. Well, all Leonard th- Floyd had a great year. Le- yeah, Leonard Troy Hill Floyd. had a good year. John John Johnson had a good year. Darius Williams was their other corner. They are losing so much secondary pieces, and they don't have the money to resign. To sign. They're going to be using their later round draft picks and hoping that they are successful. The Rams have no money. Nope. No money. And the way they have to, they would have to move stuff around for for cap hits and everything. It's just not plausible. I do think for the next couple of years, the Rams are going to be on a downcline again until they get rid of some guys and they're going to go through a rebuilding uh, I stage. think they're still be, going to be contenders. They're a better team with Stafford than they were with Jared Goff. Yes. Um, but no. when it comes down to it, the Rams just don't have the cap space. They, they believe they can contend. But the big winner of the defensive side of the ball from signing the one-year deal with the Rams is Leonard Floyd. Like He is going to get a payday as a pass rusher. He went from Chicago only putting up five and a half sacks, six and a half, seven and a half, to going to L.A. and getting 12 and a half sacks this year. Like, did Chicago move on from him too quick? uh, Well, you can never say. I mean, he just didn't – when players not performing, sometimes he needs a change of scenery. And, I mean – Having a interior because he had an excellent pass rusher on the opposite outside in Khalil Mack, but here he has an interior pass rusher who takes away a different set of double teams. Yeah, so it actually made it a bit nicer for him. So I I don't know Leonard Floyd would be very smart to go to a place that uh, has a good interior pass rush. Uh, somewhere might maybe like Atlanta would be a good place for Leonard Floyd, who's got a Grady Jarrett there and Indianapolis. <laughs> DeForest Buckner, right? So the next team... Uh, Which would be Seattle coming up. Yeah, they got four... They've only got four, like, just under $5 million in cap space that they can do, that they can use. But they're also losing K.J. Wright, Bruce Irvin, Jacob Hollister, Bensi Omoya. Or, uh, Carlos Hyde, Mike Dupati. The big one that they are, who is a free agent, though, is actually uh, Chris Carson is a free Sorry about that, guys. We did have an interruption with everything that was going on. We don't really know where we were with everything. Uh, we're just going to go back to the with the Seahawks, what we were talking about, that Chris Carson is their big guy that is not going to be there um, and coming we, up. And he'll get re-signed. But another big thing that's been talked about with Seattle is Russell Wilson apparently is on the block and may get traded by Seattle. And I could see it happening They've had him there for many years now, and they keep making the playoffs, but they're just not. Since 20, I think 2014 it was, or something, they haven't made it past the divisional round. Yeah. Um, so I definitely could see Seattle, if they do make that trade, uh, they're definitely going to get a high first-round pick because they want one of these quarterbacks. But, uh, yeah, I mean... We got set, then San Francisco is the second highest in that division. They got $13 million in cap space, and they are in the market for a quarterback as well. But they're losing Trent Williams, Richard Sherman, Solomon Thomas, uh, like we said, Jaquiz Tart, Kyle Juszczyk, Tevin Coleman. Like, they are losing a yeah. lot. Trent Williams is a huge loss for them. Uh, Richard Sherman has already said he doesn't believe he's going to be back with San Fran next year. Um Use check is huge. Like use check is a big part of their why San Fran is such a huge 
a very dominant running team. Uh, yep. Solomon Thomas, I don't know if he'll get re-signed with all the other talent they have on the defensive line. Like very Devon true. Kinlaw, Nick Bosa, and they already paid Arik Armstead last year. So Solomon Thomas will probably be uh, a free agent. Uh, so, and I, I expect Trent Williams to be too. Um, I could see, I do believe there is a possibility that we could end up seeing Garoppolo on the move uh, in one of the deals if maybe they could get Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson or whatever. Because there's actually been talks about uh, San Fran trading. Jimmy G and I believe it's a second round pick this year and a second round next year to the Vikings for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, I could see that there's so many different things that could happen. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with the 49ers, uh, but if they go, if they do go, let's say we're going to, we're going to assume that they get rid of uh, Jimmy G and maybe he doesn't get traded as part of a quarterback deal, and maybe they go and they sign uh, they sign one of the free agent quarterbacks, maybe someone like Jameis Winston. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, A.J. Yeah. McCarron. Like, yeah, even if they keep uh, Cam Newton. If they keep Jimmy G, they're not going to be going after a quarterback in free agency. It's just that simple. They're going to ride with Jimmy G. Uh, and then if they're going to do anything – free agency wise it's not going to be big their their main focus is going to be re-signing their guys like Kyle Juszczyk because let's not forget last year was such an injury riddled year for the team for the 49ers they were so injury riddled the from, entire from losing year. the Super Bowl the year before they have a talented team and again it'll be a draft heavy year for them um but yeah Arizona, it's gonna it's gonna be a huge draft heavy year they do have a lot of cap space that they can play with Thir- almost thirteen and a half million. Yeah, which really can go really fast. Like a thirteen yeah. million in cap space can be one or two guys. Maybe they'll sign a. But the last team in there that has the most cap space is just over thirteen and a half million. Is Arizona? Yeah, they the, have the Cardinals. A, they have about a hundred, hundred and three thousand more than. Uh, but San Fran. They're losing Patrick Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, Kenyon Drake, Marcus Golden, Devondre Campbell. Like they're Ray losing. Kirkpatrick, Jonathan Joseph, like all these big names that you've been hearing for years. Their secondary is taking a hit with the loss of their top with of three corners in Kirkpatrick, Joseph, and Peterson. It's probably somewhere where they're, they're actually losing their address. fourth as well, with Kevin Peterson being let go as well. Byron Murphy is the one that is he he's the corner that will stay. They have a they have a good group of safeties there with Isaiah Simmons. Uh, and uh, Buda Baker, and their guard J.R. Sweezy is getting let is getting let go as well. Like so, they got some things that they're going to be doing around. Maybe they're going to resign uh, Patrick Peterson. I could see that. Uh, but when it's all said and done, they're again, if they're going to be major players, it's going to be on the defense. Another guy they're losing is Hassan Reddick, who had a really good breakout uh, second half of the year. And yeah, for, he's going to get paid. He's a 27-year-old pass rusher, and I think he's going to be too rich for them. I mean, but also Arizona's going to need a new starting running back. And uh, maybe they like maybe they go and they pay a running back uh, in free agency. There is going to be some running backs in free agency, like Aaron Jones. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, possibly Mark Possibly Chris Carson we talked about. James White, Matt Breda. Leonard Rex- Fournette is a free agent. And maybe he wants to – he's won his Super Bowl now. Maybe he wants some money. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
Ty Montgomery, like he's a younger guy too. There's a lot of a lot of running backs. James Connor for the Steelers, like I don't understand why they would let him go. Or why Indianapolis would let Marlon Mack go. Well, I, know I do what, understand they have Jonathan Taylor there. And Naeem Hines, so there's no chance Marlon... I would be shocked if Marlon Mack is, stays in Indy because you have two running backs. You're not going to pay a running back any money. And Marlon Mack just got season-ending injury in game one of the year last year. So There's, there's a lot of really good running backs out there this year. Which is scary for some of those top-tier backs who are like Aaron Jones and Chris Carson. Those are Aaron Jones, Chris Carson are your top two top running backs on the free agent market this year. They'll get their deals, and some of the other guys will get deals, but they won't get big deals. So, I mean, Arizona, they don't need much on offense other than maybe a running back. They could use some help on offensive line, like every team, pretty much. But their secondary is where they're going to need help. And if they're letting Pat P go, they're... They won't need a safety. Safety, they're good at... It's just corners. They're yeah. going to go after some corners. To so why not, why not bring in Richard Sherman? He, it's a very similar style uh, defense that they play there. Even uh, DJ Hayden would be really good for there. I, I, I truly see them going after the, using some draft capital on it on corners and maybe bringing back pat p i free agency corners it's very tough tough sledding i mean richard sherman i think he's gonna go to a team that he thinks is a contender yeah but richard sherman is gonna be 34 right away he has lost a lot of steps. Yeah, and he, this, he needs to be in a zone. He only, he only played five games this year because he was injured. And he only had 18 tackles and one interception. And if I'm not mistaken, that interception was because it was a tip ball in the air. It was just a lucky interception that he got. But... I think Richard Sherman's prime days are done. He was... He'll be in his own heavy scheme. Yeah, it's, uh, it, that's all he's got to be. Because he's slowed down so much that he has to be in a zone heavy scheme. Yeah, because he's always he's got great ball skills and he's got great reaction uh, to plays. But, I mean, he's slower, right? It, yep. cor- corners now, corners don't get paid in free agency unless they're 26, 27 years old. In the 30s, they don't get paid. They maybe get these one-year deals that... To make Even some money. two, three-year deals, but they're Sherman not... Sherman said he's got two, he'll probably play two more years in the NFL, and then he's going to retire. Yep. So, I mean, there's not much to talk about free agency-wise with these guys. We'll get it, you know, it'll be exciting once free agency does kick in. Um, so, I mean, hey, we One love of the... free agency. We love the start of the season coming. We love all this we talk. Just, yeah, everything that's coming up, going into the draft, just everything that we do is yeah we we definitely enjoy it so i mean we're not it's gonna be good but i mean there's not much more we're gonna talk about this week uh we'll be back with another one in a few weeks uh talking about some more teams for free agency and uh and then if there's some big news that happens throughout the nfl and everybody thanks again for listening throughout the season uh it's been great doing this with with everyone and we're going to be continuing it's going to it's coming up to a little bit of a slow era or slow season after the draft and stuff like that uh but we're still going to continue with and bring out stuff with uh any news that does happen so thank you guys again for listening and please like comment subscribe Thank you guys very much again. Yeah, have a good one.